You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Greg Rubenstein. Dr. Rubenstein is the founder of 57th Street Chiropractic, located in the heart of Midtown Manhattan, where he has been practicing since 1993. He specializes in pediatric and family care, and Dr. Rubenstein is a long-standing member of the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. He has been serving as vice president of the New York Chiropractic Council. For his hard work and dedication, he was selected as the recipient of the Beacon Award, which is the highest award given by the New York Chiropractic Council, also known as the Chiropractor of the Year for New York State. He's done extensive work in Ethiopia, bringing pediatric chiropractic care to impoverished children. And Dr. Rubenstein is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the U.S. and is also a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we are going to talk about a very important topic, tips for a healthy pregnancy in the summer heat. Hello, Dr. Rubenstein. How are you today? I'm doing great, Liz. Good morning. Great to be on with you again. Well, thanks for joining me once again. So let's jump in. In your chiropractic clinic, you help a lot of pregnant women stay as comfortable as possible throughout all stages of pregnancy. So in your experience, could you explain some of the ways the summer heat makes pregnant women especially uncomfortable? Wow, um, that's a great question. And, you know, the the, the uh, weather we can't control, but um, it does certainly have an effect on us. Um, one of the things um, that's very common, if you're pregnant, you're much more likely to get heat exhaustion or heat, heat stroke sooner than someone who's not pregnant. And there's a couple reasons for that. You know, primarily your body's got to work harder to cool down. Um, both your body and the unborn baby. And if you're pregnant, you're also more likely to become dehydrated. So, um, you know, some clinicians recommend not spending really more than 10 minutes in a hot tub due to risk of hypothermia. Um, and that a body temperature higher of 102.2 Fahrenheit can lead to exhaustion, heat stroke, dehydration, or overheating can also lead to some ad Adverse uh, pregnancy outcomes like premature birth, low birth weight, stillbirth, congenital disabilities. But, you know, just being outside generally is not going to push your temperature up to 102. Um, that's if you spend, you know, spend excessive time in hot tubs and things like that. So it, it's, it's important to, to understand that um, they are a little bit more susceptible so, you know, things like, you know, staying inside, limiting your um, time outside, especially if the heat index is over 100, um, those things are all really important to, to, to understand. Um, so you're going to be a little more susceptible. So one of the most important things is just, you know, stay inside, limit your exposure. If you're going to be exercising, you know, do that inside when possible, especially when it's going to be hotter out. So just, you know, being mindful is, is going to be the most important thing to, to stay more comfortable. And you know, that, that affects people who are pregnant and not pregnant, but definitely when you're expecting, you're going to be a little more susceptible to those two things. Okay. And what are some tips to ensure pregnant women do not get dehydrated? Oh, that's an easy one. Drink water? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> besides the obvious, um, you yeah. know, drinking water during pregnancy is vital because the 
increased demands on your body, um, it's even more important to do that in the summertime when hot temperatures will speed dehydration. So not drinking enough liquid can lead to heat exhaustion. Again, it can also cause some Braxton Hicks contractions. Um, and signs of dehydration are really important to notice, especially with a lot of different things going on. Um, you know, if you're dehydrated, you might be dizzy or lightheadedness. You might experience nausea, headaches, muscle cramps, um, dry mouth, flushed skins, chills, constipation, dark-colored urine, um, a high heart rate with low blood pressure. But generally speaking, you know, you want to be drinking your 8 to 12 cups of water a day, and you want to be drinking before you get thirsty, um, because by the time you're thirsty, it might already be too late. Um, so real important just to stay hydrated, you know, and that's mostly common sense, but you are at higher risk, you know, when you're pregnant. So again, limiting your sun exposure, limiting your time outside when it's hot. Um, if you are exercising, maybe do that inside or dial it back. So those are all things that are really important. And, you know, some of those signs and symptoms of dehydration do have some crossover into other conditions during pregnancy. Um, especially like, you know, the, the muscle cramping and things like that. But really important to recognize the signs of heat exhaustion. And do you have any tips on how pregnant women can continue to exercise during the hot summer months? Oh, I got another smart-ass answer, probably <laughs> staying indoors in the air conditioning. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is very important to continue um, to exercise. Um, there are a lot of benefits from exercise um, when, when you're doing it, um, when you're pregnant. But stay indoors when it's really hot. Walking, taking a brisk walk outside is great. That doesn't strain your, your muscles or your joints. Um, swimming, water workouts are great. Riding a stationary bike. Yoga and Pilates classes, they can be done indoors. Low-impact aerobics classes can be done indoors. Strength training can be done indoors. So there's a lot of things that can be done indoors. Or if you really want to get out and, and you know experience the outside, do it just in the early morning or in the late evening, right? You know, that when the sun isn't so strong. So those are great things. But we want people certainly to continue to exercise because there are so many benefits from exercise. Um, and while we're talking a little bit about exercise during pregnancy, you know, my absolute favorite is, is the prenatal yoga because it's gentle and it's run by, you know, women who have probably had kids and work with lots of expecting moms. And we absolutely adore the prenatal yoga center here in New York City on 72nd Street. They're just wonderful tribe of people who really, um, you know, they support chiropractic and they're just open for you know, natural health and healing. So they're great, and that's absolutely my favorite. If anyone asks me what they should be doing during pregnancy, I almost always tell them to do that prenatal yoga. Um, but while we're talking about exercise, there are some things that, you know, mom, expecting moms should be avoiding during pregnancy. And, you know, anything that might cause mild abdominal trauma, including activities that have jarring motions or rapid changes in direction, anything that requires extensive jumping, Hopping, skipping, or bouncing, deep knee bends, full sit-ups, double leg raise, straight leg, toe touches, bouncing while stretching, all those things really need to be avoided during pregnancy, which I think we could actually even do a whole other topic on in the future. But very important to understand, you know, keep the core temperature down. You should be able to have a decent conversation while you're in the later stages of pregnancy, while you're working out. And even more than that, if you're having trouble catching your breath, you're probably working too hard. All right. And Foot and ankle swelling affects many pregnant women in the summer. What are some tips to avoid swelling or ways to deal with it? 
You know, I want to talk a little bit more about some of the other things as to why you might see the foot and ankle swelling and when that happens, because we need to discern um, just general swelling from a, a few other things. So during pregnancy, absolutely, your body's going to retain, you know, more water, which generally means that you're going to see some more swelling, especially around the ankles and feet. It's kind of normal. And when the weather's really hot, swelling can be even more pronounced. You know, so while you're pregnant, your body's expanding to accommodate the growing baby, um, and, you know, your feet are going to swell along with your waistline, and sweet feet, feet swelling um, is kind of referred to as edema, and it affects, it affects 8 out of 10 pregnancies in women usually. So it's caused by that increase of fluids circulating around the body, and also a woman's blood volume increases. It goes up um, almost to, like, 30 35 to 50 percent in some women and the blood it tends to be a little bit more watery so it seeps into the interstitial tissue and that's where we see swelling and when it's related to heat excessive swelling from heat is called heat edema and the, that's because the blood vessels are expanding and then the body fluids move into the tissues resulting in swelling while it's common effect to see swelling during pregnancy it also can be cause for concern and if the swelling is extreme um, you need to call a doctor, especially if it's in your hands and face and it comes on suddenly because excessive swelling, particularly in the hands and face, is a sign of preeclampsia, which is a dangerous condition. And so it's really important. And remember to stay out of the heat um, to avoid excessive swelling in the summertime. But if you do find yourself experiencing heat edema, try to rest with your feet up, taking a cool shower, putting your feet in a cool uh, you know, water or a bath is going to be very important and, 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 you know, to make sure that you kind of cool yourself down. Um, so all these things are super important. And, um, you know, during the pregnancy, swelling is common, but you need to be able to know what the signs of preeclampsia are just from routine swelling in the ankles. Um, you know, it's not as common in the first trimester, but in the second and third trimester, you're going to see a lot more swelling in the legs. Um, and those things are really important. And there's kind of, you know, some ways to reduce the swelling, um, in the legs, you know, maintaining regular exercise and movement is going to help reduce swelling, reducing your salt intake, wearing those compression socks that always look so cool that women love to wear, um, staying hydrated, elevating your feet, you know, just like basically lying flat with your feet going straight up the wall on your back will help drain the feet. Um, Epsom salt baths tend to be helpful and also help with muscle cramps. Um, which are a common effect um, with dehydration or later in the pregnancy. Prenatal massage is wonderful to help with edema. And, of course, you know, seeing your chiropractor. And lastly, are there any treatments or therapies you would recommend to help pregnant women get through the summer heat? Absolutely. You know, obviously, you know, staying inside, reducing exercise, staying, you know, staying inside when the temperatures climb really high. Um, but, you know, obviously being a chiropractor, my favorite, you know, uh, option for women is chiropractic for back pain, neck pain. The Webster technique is so important in prepping the body for birth. Um, the Webster technique affects the sacroiliac joints and about a quarter inch of spread um, at the sacroiliac joints more is the difference between, you know, um, having a vaginal birth versus a C-section. Um, one of the important things that chiropractors provide is relieving tensions in the round ligament and the uteral sacral ligament, which when they're tight can actually uh, slow down labor and lead to dystocia, which is a slow, difficult labor. Um, other great things to do while you're pregnant, uh, you know I'm a big fan of prenatal yoga for exercise, prenatal massage, 
the cool baths, um, you know, elevating the legs, compression socks, all different things that are going to help a pregnant woman get through the summer heat. But as far as, you know, aligning the spine and minimizing back pain, neck pain, and all those different things, chiropractic by hands down seems to be my favorite. I wonder why. Well, thank you, Dr. Rubenstein. We know you're really busy, so I want to thank you for your time and your help today. It's always an honor to help others, so I'm glad to be on here, and I hope people you know, hear the information and can get a little something out of it. I'm sure they will. So for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with Dr. Greg Rubenstein, you can either go online to www.chiropractormidtown.com or call 212-977-7094 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. 